0: monday it's march the 23rd and you're listening to another episode of in up with danny it's springtime it is now officially spring my friends as of two days ago the birds are chirping the sky is still blue but it's very blue and everyone has a smile on their face because it's me Oh, well, here's one of them now. Oh, well, good morning there, little fella. Happy good morning to you, too. Oh, yes, you're happy it's spring? I'm happy it's spring, too. Well, thank you very much. You do as well. You're very cute. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad you're here, too, listening to the show. You're a cute little birdie. Uh, no, thank you. That's no, thank you. Thank you very much, though. No, really, I think that I find that quite inappropriate. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, you have a nice day, too, little birdie. joined a protest rally Saturday because, let's face it, the weather was fantastic in the ex-Soviet Republic's capital, Tbilisi, to demand the government's resignation claimed it has mishandled the battered economy. Protesters packed Tbilisi's Central Freedom Square after being called into the streets by exiled former President Mikhail Shakhashvili's United National Movement, UNM, before marching towards the state chancellery building, the seat of government. They carried Georgian flags and place cards demanding the government to step down. Again, the United States Supreme Court on Monday is set to hear a dispute over whether Texas has the authority to bar the issuance of a specialty license plate featuring the Confederate battle flag. The controversy arose in 2009 after a group Sons of Confederate veterans asked the Texas Motor Vehicles Board to approve a specialty license plate that prominently displayed the Confederate flag. In the century and a half since the Civil War, the Confederate battle flag has come to represent a symbol of Southern heritage for some, but for many others, including African Americans, the flag is viewed as a symbol of fear, intimidation, and oppression. And in a squeaker last night, the seven-seeded Flyers advanced to the Sweet 16 for the first time in history with a 99-94 upset of the number two-seeded Kentucky on Sunday. Allie Malott scored 28 points and Amber Dean scored 23 to keep the school around after bowing out the first-round defeats in their five previous appearances. Dayton coach Jim Jaber said, It's funny you go to the NCAA tournament six years in a row and you don't get out the first weekend and you start doubting yourself a little bit. What am I doing wrong? What can we do better? Our team is very, very resilient. They really believe they could win this game. We worked really hard to put them in place where mentally they believe they could. I really think that was the difference. I really do. They never faltered in the timeouts. We were down 10. They knew we were gonna win the game. We did, every time we needed a big bucket. Someone contributed and it wasn't the same person every time, we had contributions from everyone. Everyone did their job. Our campus is always crazy, regardless of what's going on, so it just really adds to it. It's definitely exciting, everyone's having fun, and the weather's getting warmer, and the men can pull out a win, I definitely think they can. It should be great, I really, really cool for our university right now to represent Dayton. <laughs> Severe weather across the United States will come to an end this week with the planes being threatened. The NOAA Storm Prediction Center, SPC, has only issued four tornado watches and no severe thunderstorm watches so far this year. None of the tornado watches were in effect in March. Four tornado watches are less than 10% of the typical number of 52 tornado watches issued by mid-March, stated the SPC. Unfortunately, the lack of widespread severe weather threatening lives and property will come to an end. During this first full week of spring, the severe weather danger will progressively increase Monday night through Tuesday across the central plains. Stronger thunderstorms will begin erupting across central and eastern Kansas Monday evening before spreading to northwestern Missouri overnight, or Missouri. This includes Topeka and Wichita, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri. The main threat with these storms will be large hail and cloud-to-ground lightning with an outside chance for wind gusts over 50 miles per hour. AccuWeather Enterprise Solutions Lead Meteorologist Eddie Walker has said this. So or beware, my friends. Current temperatures, it's 44 up in Seattle, San Francisco, 59, Los Angeles, 58, over in Atlanta, Georgia, 55 degrees, Orlando, 70. Miami, Florida, 72. New York City, 24 degrees. Beating out Chicago, which is sitting at 29. Minneapolis, 30. Omaha, 32. And Billings, 39. Denver, Colorado, 43 degrees. And Albuquerque, 49.
1: Today in
0: history, a lot of things have happened. Maybe a man flew to the moon. Maybe a History March the 23rd, 2015. Today is National Chip and Dip Day. So get some chips and dip. Today is also National Puppy Day. I think we can all get behind that. Today is also Near Miss Day. Now we're pushing it. Okay, today is also World Meteorological Day. All right. Celebrate the meteorologicalness in your life, my friends. Do this today on March 23rd. Well, also on this day in history in 2001, the Russian Mir space station has crashed into the Pacific during a controlled re-entry. In 1994, Howard Stern formally announced his libertarian run for New York governor. In 1972, the evil Knievel breaks 93 bones after successfully clearing 35 cars didn't sound like a success to me in 1934 u.s congress accepts the philippines independence in 1945 and in 1922 the first airplane lands at the u.s capitol in washington dc burns It's Danny talking about life and death. Today's birthdays: 1953 In 1929, Roger Bannister. In 1910, Akira Kurosawa was born. In 1908, Joan Crawford was born, said happy birthday to Joan Crawford. And in 1900, Eric Fromm emerged from his mother to also be born. I'd be willing to wager that on any given day, an equal amount of people also perished. In 1996, Jay Miller, a record producer, dies at 73. In 1995, Daniel George, Danny Oppeliner, composer and songwriter, died at 61. In 1995, Ripley Ingram, a singer, died at 65. In 1994, Alvira Del Portillo, a Spanish opus de Bishop, dies at 80. Jim Mullany dies of Parkinson's in 1994. 1973, Kim Maynard, an actor from The Phantom Rancher, And $50,000 reward dies at 77 years old. In 1237, Jan of Brienne, king of Jerusalem, emperor of Constantinople, dies. In 1237, that was. In 1369, Pedro the Cruel, the king and tyrant of Castle Leon, was murdered. And in 1555, Julius III, Giovanni M. Del Monte, the Pope, from 1550 to 55, dies at 67 years old. And in 1606, Justus Lipsius, juiced lips, Dutch classic philologist, dies at 58. Time for the Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Carl Sagan and the word of the day is expectorate it's a verb which means to spit or to eject by coughing from the latin expectorare to expel from the chest and ex which means out plus pectus meaning breast the earliest documented use was 1601 some usage sports writers and talk radio hosts may expectorate their opinions like gobs of tobacco juice James Walcott said this in the breakdown of Champions Vanity Fair in New York, April 2013. And here's a bonus thought for the day. The successful revolutionary is a statesman. The unsuccessful one is a criminal. Eric Fromm said this. He was a psychoanalyst and author. He lived from uh, March 23rd, 1900 to 1980. Today would be his birthday. And you know you gotta learn something today you your life better The more you know, the more you know You'll make your life better And you know you got to do something today You'll make it life better And the more you know, the more you know Defending itself from a lawsuit claiming that an Illinois man found a dead mouse inside a can of Mountain Dew, PepsiCo contends that a rodent would have disintegrated and been transformed into a quote jelly-like substance between the time of the soft drinks bottling and the day the plaintiff reportedly purchased the soda from a vending machine at his office. In a court response to a motion filed by Robert Ball, who claims to have found the dead mouse in a Mountain Dew can about three years ago, PepsiCo filed a fascinating and revolting affidavit from Lawrence McGill, a veterinarian who noted that he was, quote, familiar with the effects of acidic fluid, such as common soda drinks, including Mountain Dew, will have on mice and other animals. According to McGill, if a mouse is submerged in Mountain Dew between four and seven days, the rodent will, quote, have no calcium in its bones and bony structures. During those days of soft drink immersion, quote, the mouse's abdominal structure will rupture. Additionally, its cranial cavity or head is also likely to rupture within that time period, Miguel noted. After 30 days exposure to the Mountain Dew, all of the mouse's structures would have disintegrated to the point that it would not be recognizable. The only part of the rodent that could possibly survive, Miguel added, was a portion of the tail. PepsiCo contends that Ball, 52, opened his can of Mountain Dew 74 days after it was bottled at a PepsiCo facility in St. Louis. The company alleges the ball was provided. No evidence that the mouse was inside the can when it was sealed in August of 2008. In his Illinois Circuit Court lawsuit, which is pending in the Madison County, Ball alleges that he opened the Mountain Dew can, took a drink, and immediately became violently ill, such that he began to vomit, subsequent to Ball's being stricken, Quote, the contents of said can of Mountain Dew were immediately poured into a styrofoam cup wherein a dead mouse was found. The rodent, according to its affidavit, had not even been born when the Mountain Dew can was sealed and was already dead when it, quote, entered the Mountain Dew fluid. McGill reported that the pH level of Ball's Mountain Dew can was 3.43, which according to the veterinarian, indicates the fluid was acidic and within the normal range Mountain Dew. Isn't that crazy, folks? Pepsi attorneys stated that the Mountain Dew will dissolve a mouse in 30 days and showed his can was purchased 74 days after being manufactured. Now that's crazy. I am not thirsty. Every day is born a new hero. He faces adversary with a mighty sword. <laughs> short stories, I'm waking up with Danny Short stories, I'm waking up with Danny They're the opposite of long stories They're actually quite short and length They're short stories, I'm waking up with Danny Long but Not short, short, the stories are. Not long but short, the stories are. The hero fighting against the dark forces of the forest. I'm <laughs> hey, waking up, I'm waking up, waking up, waking up, waking up, waking up. they're made out of meat 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 they're made out of meat meat there's no doubt about it we picked up several from different parts of the planet took them aboard our recon vessels and probed them all the way through they're completely meat that's impossible what about the radio signals the messages to the stars They use the radio waves to talk, but the signals don't come from them. The signals come from machines. So who made the machines? That's who we went to contact. They made the machines. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Meat made the machines. That's ridiculous. How can meat make a machine? You're asking me to believe in sentient meat. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. These creatures are the only sentient race in that sector, and they're made of meat. Maybe they're like the Orphole, you know, a carbon-based intelligence that goes through a meat stage. Nope. They're born meat and they die meat. We'd studied them for several of their lifespans, which didn't take long. Do you have any idea what the lifespan of meat? Spare me. Okay. Maybe they're only part meat, you know, like a weddedleye. A meat head with an electron plasma brain inside. Nope, we thought of that, since they do have meat heads, like the weddedleye. But I told you, we probed them. They're meat all the way through. No brain? Oh, there's a brain, alright. It's just that the brain is made out of meat. That's what I've been trying to tell you. So. What does the thinking? You're not understanding, are you? You're refusing to deal with what I'm telling you. The brain does the thinking. The meat. Thinking meat? You're asking me to believe in thinking meat! Yes. Thinking meat. Conscious meat. Loving meat. Dreaming meat. The meat is the whole deal. Are you beginning to get the picture or do I have to start all over? Oh my god, you're serious then? They're made out of meat. Thank you. Finally. Yes. They are indeed made out of meat. And they've been trying to get in touch with us for almost a hundred of their years. Oh my god. So what does this meat have in mind? First it wants to talk to us. Then I imagine it wants to explore the universe. Contact other sentiences. Swap ideas and information. The usual. We're supposed to talk to meat? That's the idea. That's the message they're sending out by radio. Hello, anyone out there, anybody home, that sort of thing. They actually do talk then? They use words, ideas, concepts? Oh, yes, except they do it with meat. I thought you just told me they used radio. They do. But what do you think is on the radio? Meat sounds. You know how when you flap or slap meat, it makes a noise? They talk by flapping their meat at each other. They can even sing by squirting air through their meat. Oh my god, singing meat. This is altogether too much. So what do you advise? Officially or unofficially? Both. Officially, we are required to contact, welcome, and log in any and all sentient races or multi-beings in this quadrant of the universe, without prejudice, fear, or favor. Unofficially, I advise that we erase the records and forget the whole thing. I was hoping you would say that. It seems harsh, but there is a limit. Do we really want to make contact with Meat? I agree 100%. What's there to say? Hello, Meat. How's it going? But will this work? How many planets are we dealing with here? Just one. They can travel to other planets in special meat containers, but they can't live on them. And being meat, they can only travel through sea space, which limits them to the speed of light and makes the possibility of their ever-making contact pretty slim. Infinitesimal, in fact. So we just pretend there's no one home in the universe? That's it. Cruel. But you said it yourself, who wants to meet meat? And the ones who have been aboard our vessels, the ones you've probed, you're sure they won't remember? They'll be considered crackpots if they do. We went into their heads and smoothed out their meats so that we're just a dream to them. A dream to meat? How strangely appropriate. That we should be meat's dream. And we marked the entire sector unoccupied. Good. Agreed. Officially and unofficially, case closed. Any others? Anyone interesting on that side of the galaxy? Yes. A rather shy but sweet hydrogen core cluster, intelligence in a class 9 star, in G445 zone, was in contact two galactic rotations ago, wants to be friendly again. They always come around. And why not? Imagine how unbearably, how unutterably cold the universe would be if one were all alone. That was Terry Bisson. They're made out of meat. And that's gonna do it, folks. Join us next week for another exciting episode of Waking Up with Danny. Thanks for joining me.